privatised running on, then came over past Shades of Rose, Jackano and Giga Kick, Nature Strip a length in front, Private Eye, Giga Kick, Giga Kick down the outside wins the Everest, the unbeaten three-year-old's done it, Giga Kick beat Private Eye. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Welcome back to the show with Buzz and Ray and uh, extraordinary scenes yesterday at Randwick with Giga Kick winning the Everest. Our next guest, who is kind enough to join us in studio, will never tire of hearing Darren Flindell's fantastic call mm. of the Everest. The man who correctly selected Giga Kick for his slot out of left field, James Harron in studio. James, good morning. Why did you pick Giga Kick and why did you get it so right? Oh, good morning, Ray and Buzz. Um, mm. Yeah, look. Massive thrill, just a just an amazing day on the track, and and I I did watch a few replays last night and <laughs> uh, kept enjoying uh, Darren Frindell's call even yeah. more and more. So, uh, look, it was it's one of those things. I I, I think the, the three year olds have had a, a great record in the race. It's always been um, a plan of ours to try to get a three year old into the race, and it's it's hard. It's hard to get them. It's hard to recruit horses into the race when you've got a nature strip in there, a, a hot favourite. Um, and it, it forced everyone to go left of centre a little bit and really think outside the square. And uh, fortunately, uh, we had a good relationship with Giga Kick's owners, um, who who had a lot of confidence in the horse. Mm. And, and you know, someone that was probably a huge part of this whole puzzle was Craig Williams. He yeah. was um, he endorsed it, didn't he? Amazingly yeah. so. Yeah. And and you know, he, he actually went as far as saying to me that I, I, I genuinely believe he's a top four chance, and and that was good enough for us. And mm. you know, and we we structured everything around giving the horse a chance, and, uh, yeah, the, the dream result came off. James, I'm not a regular race-goer, but that atmosphere yesterday, I've been to a Melbourne Cup, I've been to a few big meetings, compare that atmosphere before the race, during the race, after the race, to what you've seen in your career. Yeah, look, it, it was it's something different. Um, it was, you know, I'd sort of compare it to, to the big days at Royal Ascot where you've, mm. you've just mm. got this huge crowd you've got people from you know all over the place and whether they're mm. into racing or not they want to be part of a huge sporting event and um just walking in the gates i said to my wife you know i've not everyone bangs on about it but look at this young crowd like yeah. people you just so many of them they're all dressed up they're all mm. in great form we seem to get a really good cut of people and um from from that moment right through to the pre the race when mm. they're cheering them out of the gates mm. and you look back you look back into the crowd over the grandstand and people are just everywhere. It was just just fantastic. And it's it's so important because for owners, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Mm. yeah. From day one, you were invested in this concept and you, indeed you got it right with Red Cell in 2017. But a lot of people, and I'll put myself in, in that category, were sceptical about the concept, whether it could work and whether it could be sustained. Why were you such a believer and why were you prepared to invest in a concept that a lot of people thought might not last a year. Oh, look, Ray, I, I don't think anyone could could think it could have scaled the height mm. um, yeah. that it has. I mean, I, I was, I thought it was a great idea. I, I think anything when people are being innovative in racing and, and trying to promote it and trying to bring in a new space and, you know, you have to get behind it. We all have to support it and some things work and some things don't. Mm. But... You know, this really worked, and uh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's created it's created Sydney's you know one of Sydney's and Australia's biggest sporting events, and 
it's got a worldwide following. I mean, I heard from mm. as many people overseas. Mm. You did people in Australia last night. Well, in Royal Ascot, sorry, Buzz, but at mm. Royal Ascot, I know you were there as well, James. Um, people spoke to me always about the Everest and about the prize money in Australian racing as well because they can't get their head around our prize money levels, which are continually going up. As a huge investor in the sport and with people who rely on your judgment when they buy yearlings, etc., uh, what do you make of how robust the industry is at the moment? Yeah, look, it is. We are definitely the envy of the world here mm. in Australia. Um, what, where the industry's coming <clears throat> in 10 years is just it's, it's extraordinary. Um, and we're seeing it, you know, from the grassroots level. Um, I think that the job race New South Wales have done is, is extraordinary. Mm. Um, and I think it's sticking around. There's a lot of depth to the market. A lot of the other international markets, there's 10 big mm. players. Over here, there's, there's no dominant force. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of people involved, a lot of people doing well, and a lot of the kit goes around. Mm. Where to now for the horse? Um, how much improvement's left in it? What sort of race? What are your goals now? Yeah, well, Buzz, the interesting thing about that is he's only ours for the day. So mm. that's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, can, um, can you lock him in for next year already? Well, that's <laughs> not a bad idea. It's, uh, the, uh, we had yeah, a bit yeah. of a laugh about it with Jonathan Munns afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, look, I, 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 that's up to the, the guys. I, I know he was coming into the race. Um, mm. He was first up into the... We had a little layoff and he had one mm. soft trial and then won the Danehill and, the, and they were very adamant he had a lot of improvement. So... Mm. He's probably, you know, I think they'll look after this horse. He's, you know, three-year-old. He's not mm. even... He's a gelding. He's yeah. actually, mm. essentially, only three in about four days' time. Yeah, he turns... Mm. I think it's Wednesday. Mm. Yeah. By birth date, it's Which amazing. is quite extraordinary. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think they've got an amazing horse for the future. What about the race yesterday? I know you had a pre-race plan or, or discussed tactics with Craig Williams, but that sort of went out the window early. So what were your thought processes when he was so far back? Oh, look, I, I, I honestly just thought, here we go. This is just going to be terrible. Mm. You know, um, I was watching the big boys just striding out, right. and I was looking back at in the rock where we we thought would be fifth or sixth in the run, yeah. back um, second last, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much yeah. right back there, and um, you know, horses first time in Sydney, first time racing. You know, it's hard for yeah, them then yeah. to navigate through all of that. But as he started to pick up and get going, I thought, geez, just please, please run fifth, <laughs> <laughs> please run fifth, and then yeah, I'm like, wow. please run fourth. <laughs> And yeah, then all right. of a sudden, off we went. So it was, you know, for us, it was it was unexpected, mm. and it was probably the best way you can possibly win a race. You know, it's a great thrill. Um, all the owners and and the slot holder, which are people involved with us, you know, they just said that the, they'll put that down as one of the best best races they've ever yeah. won. I reckon. Absolutely phenomenal. You watch mm. that replay where it was on the turn, or where it was even before the turn. Just extraordinary that burst at the end, but it was a sort of sustained run at the end. Yeah, look, it was. Um, he he's a real competitor, this horse. And mm. the guys, the guys did tell me like he's not a good horse just to go out in front. He really likes to to sort of hunt something down and have right. something to chase, um, which he did. But you know, hats off to Craig Williams too. Like these senior jockeys, he did. Yeah, yeah, he's he, a freaky. He, when he wants. On the big day, he can just yeah, yeah, yeah. how he navigated and kept yeah. that horse balanced. Yeah. Hey, hey, James, what about the trainer Clayton Douglas? After the race, looked up his stats. I think he had twenty-seven career wins as a trainer. Um, he's only been training for two years. He's a former jumps jockey, but what he is is a, a quintessential horseman, and he still rides a lot of track work. He had the belief in this horse too, didn't he? He kept saying that, 
and to anyone who prepared to listen, and I wasn't one of them, that this horse will be competitive on Saturday, and he was right. Yeah, look, it was it was just brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I, I said to a few people coming into the race, if, if if the best story wins, we've got the best story. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Clayton, we've got to know over the, just the last few days, and uh, what an what an impressive young man. Yeah, he handled himself well. All the media interviews, he's mm, turned up to mm, everything. He's enjoyed mm. the moment, hasn't he? He's yeah. got he's soaked it all up. He's yeah. been a he's been wonderful, and you know, I'm just so excited about his career. I think we can all. Um, follow him mm. very closely and watch it. You know, Star might have just been born. He's going to have yeah. the the world at his feet now. Um, on Thursday night, obviously the gala dinner. You know, the Saturday. So we saw him three or four times, and he and he kept getting more and more bullish about the horse. And mm. I sort of thought, well, you know, he of he's, he's just he's just a bit <laughs> excited. You know, he should mm. be. Yeah. And anyway, my wife listened, and after the race, she she had backed him at twenty to one. So. Yeah. So she was getting. Everyone was just so so excited and, and so excited for him. You know, mm. um, Eddie's. Most recent run, the Dane Hill. I remember I spoke to you on the Sunday after that race with Giga Kick One. Your horse, Cannonball, probably should have won that race. And where, where is he? And you, I know he needs a dry track. That's the key to him, isn't it? Yeah, look, it was. He could yeah. have gone well there. I know. It? it was. It's a funny scenario. Yeah. Um, he he's going for the Coolmore. Yeah. So <clears throat> he's going to have a, a jump out in between. And he's um, a good horse, buzz, this one. And yeah, 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 yeah. We've just sort of learned a bit about him. He needs to be. Definitely top of the ground, and the mm. drier the better. And um, probably just ridden with a wee bit of cover. Yeah. And uh, Brett Preble will ride him again. He, he, he's ridden him twice for a stakes win and, and a third in the Danehill. So, um, yeah, look, he's a he's a definite chance in the race. I think Giga Kick might be going there, so you might be cheering for a different horse this time. Uh, as I said earlier, you're now thinking about potentially... Locking him in early, why not? Because there'll be plenty of people who want to get mm. this horse. He's a gelding, <laughs> yeah. he'll race on. He'll be there every day next year, Giga mm. Kick. It's it's interesting, you know, all the the, the, the two horses that finished first and mm. second were the last two in, yes, outside yeah, of an point. emergency mm, that yeah. had to step in. So, um, you know, we'll we'll get through we'll get through the weekend, but I'm sure um, I'm sure we'll be on the cards. This man's got ice in his veins, Buzz, because everyone else was taking mm. every good sprinter in the country, and James Heron sat back yeah, until wow. the eleventh hour. It's uh, it's it, it's not always by design, but we'll take <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, James, congratulations! That's two Everest wins in the first six runnings. You correctly selected Red Cell in two thousand seventeen. You got it right with Giga Kick. You didn't listen to idiots like me. You were one hundred percent on the mm. money. Congratulations, man. I know um, Greg Ruddy wants you for, for Sky Thoroughbred Central shortly. So you're in demand, but enjoy the moment and, and tremendous scenes yesterday. No, thanks very much. I really thanks, appreciate man. it. Thanks, thanks for coming in, James. Thank you. There's James Heron. He's, he's um, one of the biggest investors in Australian racing, and it's mm. good to see people get success. They put so much into this sport.